Hi everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into the fourth episode of Skyvery. It really means a lot that you guys are listening, and I hope that you guys are enjoying. I didn't mention this last podcast episode, but today I do have a guest, which is really exciting. So let's take a moment to just give a round of applause. Anyways, um, I am choosing not to have any breaks um, in this episode, mostly because my guest and I really did talk for 50 minutes, um, but also for another reason that I'm going to note more in the new trailer for this podcast. But I'm going to start doing a support program where you can support me for as little as 99 cents a month and as high as $9.99 a month. Of course, this is not necessary. This podcast will always be free and will always be free um, on multiple platforms and which if you're listening to on Breaker or Google Podcast, welcome because the podcast has just spread out to new platforms. And if you're still listening on Spotify, thank you so much for your continuous support since the beginning. And if you have Spotify Premium, you can go ahead and hang around, listen to the after show and have a good time. Thank you so much. Here's the fourth episode of Skyvery. Welcome back, everybody, to the Skyvery podcast. And today we have yet another special guest talking about his musical taste and also musical expertise in a way. Um, hi, it's a beautiful Sunday morning, and my name is Benjamin. Um, w- w- Ricky, do you call me Benji? What, what the fuck? I never remember. I do call you Benji. Um, okay, Benji. Just because, yeah. It's I mean, I guess if we were going to do like a little like cute synopsis about how we met, we met in high school, and I remember mm-hmm. people calling you Benji, so okay. I guess yeah. I wasn't the first one to call you Benji, but yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's it's my name is a dilemma because I'm always like whenever I introduce myself to people, I'm just like it's Benjamin, um, and they're like, what do you have a nickname or something that's pretty long? And I'm like, okay, Benji or Ben, just pick one, and people never make up their mind. But, yeah, well, I mean, personally, I don't want to be called Ricardo, so I kind of have to like, <laughs> yeah, take the initiative and be like, just call me Ricky, or okay. what other nickname you have? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, getting like deep into the topic and just delving in music how did you get into it what have you done in the past with music and why do you feel like you're i don't know maybe different from the other girls for music i'm quirky um no but basically my mom's side of the family which i'm more closer to than my dad's side they've all been kind of musical right so even Mm -hmm. um my grandma and her sister and brother back in the day they used to have a radio show and used to sing gospel songs on the radio okay Um, so and then their kids are also kind of musical um so i've always kind of had that in growing up the only thing is that my mom was a black sheep she was the one that like my grandparents wanted her to like um be in piano classes singing classes whatever she never um wanted to so there's that. So music has always kind of been um, around, you know. Um, and then eventually in elementary school, um, I, hmm, when was it? I don't know why I joined band. I think it was just because like, oh, 
they let me they let me out of the class for an hour so I was like oh I was begging my mom or whatever to let me join band and I guess one of my my uncle had a saxophone lying around so he was like okay here have this and I joined band and uh, the rest is history because I've been in band and orchestra and symphony since um, then. So that's kind of how I started with music. Yeah, I mean, that's really good. <laughs> I, I'm sorry for that reaction. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, from I guess my end that I don't really correlate with that because my family really isn't musical, mm -hmm. except somehow in my dad's side, his grandfather was like a musician back in Mexico, like doing mariachi or whatever. Anyways, um, but yeah, the only, I guess, reintroduction to music from my family is when my brother did orchestra. So I also did orchestra. Mm -hmm. And then I never really like branched out of orchestra. I just kind of like kept doing it until senior year of high school. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I did do jazz. Um, I guess okay. So I did orchestra to my senior year of high school, and then I did jazz for my junior senior. I my junior yeah my junior senior year, and um, but I only played bass, so that was that was it. And then early in my life, like in fifth grade, I played piano, but then I was like, oh, I'm tired. I need to like work on other stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, we're gonna get into it right now. Um, about music taste, but. I think playing an instrument really makes you appreciate how music is formatted, especially mm -hmm. like in the like charting music or like whatever music you want. Um, even like some underground, you realize that music isn't really just like cookie cutter sometimes. And mm -hmm. to me, um, when I was like, oh, pop music is like the best or whatever. And my brother would always argue with me being like, well, you know, it's only four chords. And I'm like, um, okay, well, you, you know, we'll see about that. Um, and yeah, it is four chords, but in a way there's something about like specific type of music that's just catchy. And it's like, you know, you can't make the music not bop. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that? Ooh, so I kind of, mm, I kind of did do have that mentality um, about pop music where it's like, yeah, it could be a little, especially saying that like, um, playing an instrument really like gives you another perspective on like how music is made or whatever um for the longest time i really did believe that pop music was like ugh. it's like it's so easy and it's just whatever but um now getting older and getting into like uh, different music or different artists i'm like this is actually it's catchy um and you know getting back into it so i'm like i'm Mm, my respect for pop music is, is you know, uh, is there now, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely growing up, my favorite genre of music was pop music. So mm -hmm. I really didn't let that go until um, I think it was when I moved into junior high. I was, for some reason, I was just like a little anime kid. So I was like, let me listen to J-pop. Let me listen to like underground Linkin Park, you know, like you know, electronic music. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Hatsune Miku. Yes, what a queen. And that was like when my fan fandom started. So mm. for me, it was just like transitioning to pop to a completely like, I want to call it underground slash you really don't know me um, genre. It was just like, yeah, it's like liberating. And mm -hmm. then in high school, I kind of went back to pop music because of like, I mean, you know, like when Ariana like released her albums and 
all this all this other stuff it was just like okay you know i have an appreciation for pop music in a different way um but i know that there's not better music but other music that is also very valid yeah. and then in university or i guess right now um yeah i feel like my music has just kind of formed into a menagerie of genres okay yeah well um how do i start so i want to talk about like so you kind of did like a brief um thing about like how your music taste evolved i don't know mm-hmm. growing up I think I listened to a lot of like the music my mom used to listen to, right? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll get back to that later, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then I think um, after that, like, I think it, the music I listened to was kind of out of my control because I was a kid, you know, who, like, you're not like six years old and have a Spotify account, right? Um, literally. So it was literally just top 40. And I think that's why, like, I was just like, Ugh, pop music. And then eventually I did start a band and um, whatever. I think when I truly, ooh, I think it was middle school, right? I was a poser. Let's be, let's be clear on that. I was kind of a poser um, because like I had friends that would like listen to like alternative music, uh, kind of like all time low, no, all time low. I don't know if that's really all time mm-hmm. Anyways let's digress uh but like pierce the veil um sleeping sirens stuff like that right and i would listen to like their most popular songs and i'd be like this is okay um but i was never really truly a fan um then freshman year of high school this is like really when my music taste changed um because um like for the listeners right i uh did my freshman year of high school in Stockton, California, right? So North Cal. Um, and we grew up kind of in an area that's very culturally um, homogenous, right? So it's a lot yeah. of just Mexicans, essentially, um, for the most part. Um, so going to school there, then uh, uh, friends of mine would listen to different types of music and I, w- I would kind of get into it. And that's where like it really started expanding. Um, especially with like R&B and soul, like, like it's still one of my favorite genres to this day, right? Um, mm-hmm. And and then you know, when was it? Oh, also sophomore year was kind of big because ooh, let me let me search up the dates though when these albums released because I'm unsure. Um, yeah. So awaken my son, my love. Right by Donald Glover. Yep. Childish Gambino. That when did it come out? Released um oh 2016. So yeah, it was like going into my sophomore year. Um, also amazing album that I really got into my sophomore year. Then um Blonde by um Frank Ocean. By Frank Ocean, my husband, right, came out the same year, uh, beginning of um sophomore year. So those two albums um, really got me into that scene where it was kind of um, R&B, lo-fi, kind of laid back type of music um, with like very mm, meaningful lyrics, I would say. Like the, the meanings could, the, the lyrics could really be analyzed and kind of um, taken in a really special way, right? Yeah, I mean even to like me like i realized that i 
had my music doors kind of closed off um even in high school because like i said my world was like pop 40 and then a little bit of electronic and then <laughs> kind of how you mentioned um i was listening to my chemical romance um like my freshman sophomore year because our previous guest fernie had been listening to like pierce the veil and like that type of stuff so i was like okay you know i'll get i'll get on your bandwagon um but anyways i think it's so funny um just a little, little allegory i went to um my university orientation and you know me having my knowledge of like pop music and for me the album that inspired me um i think came out in junior year was um where do we go I and mean, when we fall asleep where do we go by billy eilish and i had previously listened to billy eilish's um ep but for me you know going into like orientation being like oh you know I, I know a lot about pop music so like don't even try me and people had been talking about frank ocean's um blonde and i was like i had not listened to this album before like what's going on and i kind of felt like not excluded but i was like girl i'm being pushed to my limits like being a poser like being fake basically being like yeah i know exactly what you're talking about and it's like i need to like expand my music mm -hmm. which i don't know i mean that's, that's there's that yeah 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 uh sometimes like when when you just hear a lot of people like listening to something and you're just like wait why haven't i listened to this it, it kind of gives you a sense of like am i like different from everybody or am i just like a troglodyte like under you know not not the word i was looking for like am i living under a rock kind of yeah trilobite <laughs> trilobite or um, troglodyte i think it's trilobite because I heard Squidward use it. I'm not sure. I think that's, I think that's where I got. Um, oh, oh, there's two. I think okay, troglodyte and then tri trilobite. Trilobite is the animal. Tr yeah. uh, troglodyte is the insult. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's two. Um, all right. Mm -hmm. So we kind of went into a little bit about music that we um, currently like or whatever. But before we get like really, really deep into it about what music we like currently and how we um, enjoy it in our present lives, let's get into music and tropes that we actually don't like. So <laughs> I think I'm going to go first. Mm -hmm. um, call me, you know, whatever, I critique, whatever. To me, you know, growing up in the very Mexican populated place, there was a lot of banda. And no. to me, banda is like, it's not bad in the sense that I know that it's cultural music, mm -hmm. but it's also music that's made for noise. Like there's not like, I can see how there is some musicality in it, but it's really just noise. And sometimes corridos are not the best example for lyrics. So I'm going to put banda out there on my no fly list for the playlist. No Ooh. Um wow i feel what is my music like no fly list i feel okay mm, i'm gonna be a little um hypocritical here but like lo-fi lo-fi but not in the sense that i was saying like i don't think i described the last two albums that i described correctly saying that they were lo-fi but um but lo-fi is just like it's so weird it's just again music for studying and I'm not here to discredit any artists that produce lo-fi music, but like, it's just not for me. Um, mm -hmm. What other thing? What other type of music? Mm, I cannot get myself into. I don't know. 
I feel like that's the only thing. Really? I feel like it's just it's just music that makes me want to fall asleep. Okay. Hold on, there's a high speed police chase outside. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Anyways, also, have you been hearing the construction? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Going back to me, I think that for me i don't like um so i don't watch eurovision but a lot of the songs that are on eurovision are kind of confusing and so and you like you know they're gonna lose um so i'm just gonna put on my no fly list eurovision bad songs okay well i guess that's the point (laughs) (laughs) that's the reason they don't win um but yeah let's see if if that one doesn't count i feel like oh you know what you mentioned this too Mm -hmm. japanese Japanese. Did I mention that? Yeah. Hmm. It's just like noise. Oh. <laughs> it's like um abstract artistic versions of like like basically like banging metal and like mm. not really musicality in it. Ooh, you know what? I'm I pull up a list of music genres and I'm just like, okay, it's flooding all back to me, right? All okay. Right. Country music. Um okay. 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 Hear me out. Old country music, amazing. Lyricism, there. Vocals, there. Instrumentation, there. New country music is too patriotic, too nationalistic. Yep. Sexist, sexist and yes, homophobic yes. sometimes. Um, what else? Uh, oh, house music? Okay. Let's talk about cultural appropriation. Because All right. house music was colonized by the white people. Yep. Originally, um, house music was, you know, ballroom music and disco. Mm-hmm. This is what like disco and ballroom evolved to, or disco evolved to. Ballroom still exists, um, but white people just like took over that shit, and it's it's not the same. Um, ooh, I think. I mean, mm, reggae, thin ice. Thin ice. I, I don't want to elaborate on that. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I've saved my last two very controversial ones because, not that I have anything against them, but I kind of do have a lot against them. Okay. Um. My first one is. K-pop. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. <gasps> There's just some K-pop that's like overproduced, and when you look at the K-pop industry and how they manage their artists. It's like, I just cannot support them musically, but also mm. the K-pop community and the artists themselves are just inherently racist. And I just uh. cannot like, and it, and it, and it reflects Hello. in their lyrics. So it's like, okay, you know, keep oh, that to yourself. Sorry. No, sorry. it's okay. Um, no, it's yeah. okay. Um, yeah. The K-pop fans are going to um, dox you. They're going <laughs> to um, and, cancel and you. It, to me, it's like, I love, like, some of my favorite songs, actually, no, I'm not going to say that, but some of my close to favorite songs are K-pop. Um, Luna, anyway, Stan. But yeah. for me, it's just like, I don't know, like, K-pop, I like really old K-pop, like, maybe like 2010s. Mm. But, like, kind of like, same thing with country, it's so overproduced at this point that it's like, there's a new idol debuting every month. Mm-hmm. which literally that's the whole idea of luna one girl every month and the last one that i'm gonna get so much hate for this oh my gosh but 
Speaking of overproduced, reggaeton. I'm uh, so sorry. I'm so sorry. I know. To me, it's just like I see girls or guys in the club in Max or whatever, just twerking and like perriandoing, whatever. Haciendo perriar. What in the Spanish one? Conjugation. And they're in clubs and it's like, you, like to me, I just synonymize reggaeton with, I don't know, like Rosarito Beach Fest. That's what I, and it, and to me, it's not like bad music. It's just like, I have a bad experience with that music. And whenever mm. I listen to it, it's just like, I can't appreciate it. I've actually learned to appreciate it a little bit. I mean, there's some artists that I'm not going to name, but there's some artists that it's like, okay, you know, I understand why reggaeton is so popular. Yeah. Um, but to me, it's just like, like I, I see new artists, like new reggaeton female artists with the same beat talking about the same thing. So... Okay. Okay, I see that. But the disrespect to Benito Antonio Martinez Ocasio? Geez. Which I was about to... Okay, I'm... Yeah, he's really good. Okay, I love him. If if Frank Ocean is my husband, he's the side piece. Oh, I don't know. That's kind of disrespectful, but... <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Um, No, but yeah, I mean, if you don't have any music... If you don't have any other music that you want to diss, we can get into music that we love. Oh, music that. Mm. I don't know. I think. No, I don't. I'm no, not really. Because I'm not really somebody that's like. I'm open to anything, but like. Oh, and also, a uh, little comment. The, the way you experience music, like, really affects how you listen to it. Like, especially how you were describing banda and reggaeton, that, like, um, the context that you listen to music is very important. Because, yes. yes, like, growing up, banda, we, like, uh, a lot of Mexicans go through this where it's, like, um, where we don't appreciate it, we we start hating it, and then eventually, like, later on in life, we're, like, okay, it's it's good, but um, because, like, we grew up with that, like, quinceañeras, like, uh, bodas, and, and stuff like that, where it's just, like, the music blasting until 3 a.m., right? Um, and it gets irritating. Also, reggaeton. Um, yes, I mean, if you've only listened to it, like, in the clubs and, and, like, oh, people are gross. Like, yeah, I see how that affects you. But for me, like, reggaeton is, like, very, it's hype music sometimes. It's, like, um, yeah, it, it really, it really depends on, like, how you listen to music, how the impression it will make on you. Yeah. All right, thank you for your redemption. I'm actually going to redeem some of the, what you said. To me, lo-fi really does make me study and sleep. <laughs> and well, mm. I yeah, mean, but, I don't know. Yeah, but to that's me, not what I like, want from music. Well, actually, it kind of is what I want from music. Because it's like, okay. if you're feeling like you want to be in the rain in some apartment in Tokyo, <laughs> um, no. I feel like that's the music that just like accompanies it. And I don't know, like it's, Chilled cow, great, you know, and um, lo-fi girl, she's queen. Um, and I don't know, I mean, it's just like, lo-fi to me is not really a genre, but more like a sub-genre of, st- of stuff. It's kind of like slowed in reverb. I don't know if you like heard of that. Yes, TikTok. It just reminds me of slowed in reverb. Okay. And to be honest, it's not really hard to make lo-fi music. Like, honestly, you can just download Ableton and make it. 
Um, I know, sorry, sorry, lo-fi artists, all 100,000 out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not like, wow, lo-fi is like, I'm going to jam out to this, but it's like, it's elevator music, basically. Yes. And then, okay, yes, I understand how house has been colonized, but some modern house, actually, no, not even some modern house, just like 2000s house, um, that is actually like diverse, you know, melanated house. Mm-hmm. I just enjoy, I mean, yeah. just shout yeah, out to fine. Crystal not- Waters. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, shout out to, I mean, I can name all these artists, but <clears throat> just... I'm going to name her because she really has done so much for not only um, house ballroom. And you know what? I'm going to put this out there and I'm going to get a lot of hate. Azalea Banks <gasps> needs the credit she deserves. Yeah. And that is un- like 100%. Just putting it out there. She just needs therapy. She needs therapy. And she also needs to be like not disrespected by the music industry because the music industry cannot handle. And I'm going to be like, whoa the music industry cannot handle black women with mental ill with mental issues and mental health problems because they will discredit that and they and they will go on social media and be like yeah they're crazy yeah and i don't think like yeah i don't think azalea banks is not in like correct but she also needs to like have her own redemption yes um much like kanye um but i don't know enough about kanye to speak on him but yeah, that's all I know. That I'm like, it's kind of a similar story that like because of his issues, he's just been discredited, um, especially being a black man in the industry, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's see, what music do you feel like you like, or like what's in your playlist, if you okay. will? Right now, it's okay. Uh, much like I said that like growing up, I listened to a lot of music that my mom used to listen to. I do have a playlist of like latin um like pop rock music um for example let me just give um some some context on like the artist right so hash is that even that how you pronounce it yeah i think it's hash yeah julieta venegas mana camila drake um with jesse joy uh, Luis Fonsi, kind of. Um, Ale- um, Alex Sintek, right? So, all that music, it just holds like a, a um, very. Mm, um, it, there's an emotional attachment to that music because it, it reminds me of my childhood and, you know, my mother and stuff like that. So, it's music that I listen to just to feel nice, right? Um, not so much to hype me up or like just to feel nice here to calm myself down right um what's another thing that i've been listening to currently obsessed with doja of course if you okay know doja cat um also i've been getting into a lot like um like more hardcore pop I, if that is the word so for example um it's not really pop it's also rap uh, like Rico Nasty, um, and also so I've been getting into like um, hyper pop and more specifically Sophie. I've been you know listening to her albums back to back. Great, and it's so interesting 
to see how um, sound could be manipulated. And so it, it still is music. A lot of people would discredit it and be like, oh, this is not music, whatever, um, because it doesn't fit like their standard of music. Um, but much like John Cage, if we're getting into like music theory and stuff, um, somebody that was more obsessed with sound than music. So he was um, how we could learn to appreciate sound and not just music. Um, and even uh, the, God, this is not really a good description because I did not plan this ahead of time. But his like uh, 433, right? So it's like, his, yeah. it's a song composed that can be played by any instrument, which is literally four minutes and 33 seconds of pure silence. The purpose of that is just to um, listen to the ambient sound of the, the stage, the, right, the theater. And it kind of gives us, um, it, it, it opens your perspective on music, like what is music? Like what um, is music just sound, like organized sound? Like does music, and then there's also John Black, I believe, which he kind of defined music as something that needs an audience. So like if, um, or educated listeners, right? So um, is it music if not for like the listeners? that appreciate it like if it's just sound that cannot be appreciated can you consider it music um so like hyperpop kind of delves into that very slightly because it still has rhythm and beat but it's just so interesting the sounds that sophie makes and other hyper artists make um like 100 gex and um others right yeah you know what I, you know you brought up something so interesting actually um John Cage, what a great person. Um, actually, we went, we went over him in my Western music um, history course. And yep. if we're going to bring up John Cage, um, Aria. All right, mm -hmm. come on. Mm -hmm. um, also, Kathy Berberian. Amazing voice. Um, and also kind of into like that John Cage type of music. Anthony Braxton with his type of music as well. Mm -hmm. um, I acknowledge that because it to me, that's like merging of like improv and like no music is going to like sound the same and that's also valid music mm -hmm. um and then getting into some of my favorite stuff i mean like you mentioned sophie 100 gags um they have been like a recent addition to like my weekly listening habits but i feel like as of now um i'm listening to a lot of music that has just like been recently released mm -hmm. um i mean we're talking about we're talking two days after the release of lord solar power um we're also talking about me? no no you can't and then yeah we're also talking a month after billy eilish is happier than ever oh. um we're talking about i mean there's 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 albums that just are reflections from last year's pandemic and it shows um and then mm -hmm. you know i just i just kind of want to like you know test the limit test the waters with that and i feel like as of lately my like number one genre has been i think like kind of r&b you know janae aiko her mm -hmm. um sizza yeah sh also shout out to doja ariana mm -hmm. um and if i'm gonna get into rap i mean obviously nikki um and megan mm -hmm. but more specifically southern rap and what it stems from um it's just 
it's 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 kind of astounding because you never really think of um popular hip hop as something that comes from the south, but it has just made such a turn, especially two thousand nine. That has just been so pivotal for mm-hmm. um rappers like Megan or um other other um from Texas or from Georgia or whatever mm-hmm. to really make a scene for themselves because New York and LA had been like oh, just God, such yeah. epicenters. Um, I mean, East versus West kind of debate, but to me, like the South is on the same playing field as everything. Totally. Um, and you get that like really nice, uh, I mean, they define it as like guttural or trap sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you literally see pop artists use trap. I mean, no shade to Ariana, um, but cultural appropriation. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, that that's really what, that's really what I appreciate from hip hop and rap that they can kind of have their own subgenres in a way and them being valid. Mm-hmm. Anyways, moving on, I think, hold on, let me look, take a look at my playlist. Okay. So uh, I know you said this and this is actually per- like, it works perfectly into what you said earlier. Casey Musgraves. Oof, now, yeah. I know you don't like country, but she acknowledges that country is sexist it's you know too forward about trucks and sex and girls um and she changes that she makes it more inclusive um that's why the girls love her mm-hmm. um but also it just makes you feel like she's breaking boundaries you know talking about stuff that's never been talked about in country music mm-hmm. and she's releasing a new album soon so i'm really excited about that excited. but also i don't know i mean i got into her like this summer actually and it's it's crazy because i never thought of myself as like someone that would like country um but honestly i'm gonna make it like really hot take casey musgraves is like progressive country it's not like i don't know like because i still value country or i don't let me rephrase that i still think of country as like very girl get in my truck and we can go mm-hmm. you know i just feel like there's just been a emergence of new wave slash alternative genres um like alternative pop alternative country alternative whatever you want Mm -hmm. and yeah i just been kind of like grasping onto that and holding on for your life so yeah um also um talking about like boundary breakers in country music little nas for his one song though okay Uh yes yes and orville peck and tricks okay yep yeah those people are breaking boundaries in country music you know kind of um stepping out of the box that is country music and kind of opening up the space for more um diversity in country music right yeah orville super peck valid such a fun person orville peck oh my gosh yes mm-hmm. pony that album yeah mm-hmm. what a great album mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean do you have any other music that you value or want to give a shout out let me see let me see um let me open up my playlist oh i'm in slightly getting into k-pop mm, okay like there, there's a few additions into my uh playlist um most notably um iu lilac okay. of course um twice with alcohol free okay um hmm. what else have i have I been listening to? Ooh, like sometimes like my my Spotify like weekly discover weekly like 
there's one song that's always like amazing girls by veta born um a, a queer lesbian artist i believe um, okay talking about how girls have like keep on breaking her heart amazing um Rina, uh, Rina Sawayama, I feel like she gets underrepresented sometimes. Yeah, where's the Grammy? Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, ooh, of course, Azalea Banks is in my playlist. <laughs> Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, um, Lady Gaga, especially with um, Chromatica. Um, hmm. Also, it's... <laughs> one uh pink panthers because of tiktok right mm-hmm. oh my gosh yes and also another tiktok song and i want to kind of talk a, a little bit more about uh that uh level one uh with her song fun right it's spelled with okay. v, though it's level one just l v l one and then the title is fun but with a v and exclamation point i think i've heard of it yeah um, it's, it's, um, it's really cool because like, it's, I'm finally seeing people like Latin artists doing, uh, like ballroom and house music like that. Very gay. Like, uh, the lyric, there's this one lyric where it's like, a medio camino entre king and queen, ya dejé la mafia, pero, uh, pero sigo siendo queer, right? So it's, I'm between being a king and queen, I left the mafia, but I'm still queer amazing lyric and it's she just or they they just like include that like in the middle of the song amazing um i if i could vogue i would vogue to this song (laughs) i feel like duck walking and voguing and dipping to the song yeah um interesting i mean thank you for shouting out so many like great music and artists um I feel like for me, like, I can't just stick to one, like, okay, I have one playlist and that's what I'm going to listen to for the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like my music tastes change with my moods or what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to, like, give out a few songs. Mitski, um, okay, Nobody, yeah. and yeah, um, um, <laughs> Washing Machine. Okay, whatever. And then, okay, Harry Styles, the new music. Thank you. Um let's see claro yes claro with basically her whole discography yeah. um men i trust i don't know if you know who them but uh, that's kind of like more floating river lo-fi so let me just okay. move on mm-hmm. um mac demarco i know i'm being basic mac demarco um obviously oh, i have yeah. nikki i have nikki here cali uchis yes um doja oh. cat mm-hmm. uh let's see who else i have um I have more Mitski, of course. Okay, I'm gonna get into this right now, actually. Music that I kind of grew up with and how it influenced and how it influenced me. So we're talking about like Katy Perry, Kesha, Lady Gaga, yes. basically all of them. And to me, and I don't know, like just it, it just brings back memories, kind of like how you said about Latin music, but I don't know. So I have a little bit of Katy Perry in there. Also, Kesha's new music, please check it out. Mm-hmm. Um Let's see. St. Vincent. I have Sis on here. I have Dayglow. I have tickets to Dayglow, by the way, for a concert in a few weeks. Nice. Um, Joy again. MXM Tune. She literally needs so much recognition right now. Please check out MXM Tune if you can. Um, 
she has one of the great music. It's also free on Twitch. You can stream on Twitch with it because she is also a stream Twitcher. She's yeah. also a, a Twitch streamer. Sorry. Um, let's see. Cave Town. Um, yeah. Janae mm-hmm. Aiko. I think I mentioned this earlier. Janae Aiko yeah. is literally queen. Yes. Um, she makes me feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cigarettes After Sex Apocalypse. Freddie knows exactly what I'm talking about. And yeah. I mean, Willow Smith just recently, what an icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And if we're talking about, um, oh yeah, you kind of mm, talked about like recent music, right? You can go ahead. You can go ahead. Yeah. Um, I haven't listened to Billy's album. That's okay. Um, I've listened to like half of Lord's album. Okay. It's it's pretty good. I well, I okay. Here's the thing, Fernie. She was cleaning the bathroom yesterday and like she played that album like four times so i think i've listened to it all passively okay um but i did listen to it like half of it like actually paying attention to it pretty good right. um there's a lot of tracks that just like the lyrics the musicianship is kind of pretty good um also olivia rodrigo Sour. i was gonna note. i was gonna note this because I actually was talking to someone um two days ago mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, um because Laura's album and Olivia's um vinyl album, both of their vinyl albums released on the same day. It was Friday. Yes, 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 yes. So I was like, um, okay, I went to Walmart, I got um Lori's vinyl, I got Olivia's vinyl, I got a, f- a few others. And I was mentioning that to one of my friends, and they're like, Ew, you like Olivia? And I'm like, What? Like, how do you anyways? So I didn't want to mention that, but yes, Olivia she is the moment take it away yeah is the moment like (laughs) so funny funny thing about olivia like um like yes i at first i didn't really like pay her mind because of tiktok right we knew she was a disney star and we're like uh really you're like driver's license the whole like story behind driver's license i'm like girl yeah it's like she he's too old for you like he's with somebody else like i don't know what, what you're thinking about yeah right? um so i didn't really pay her mind but until like sour came out i was like okay this is pretty good especially with um a good friend of mine um uh he was really into he is really into um sour by olivia rodrigo so I, and then suzanne also one of my other friends um wow yeah she's also into olivia rodrigo so i was like okay let me listen to this and it's actually pretty good um especially because um i think i don't know where i read but like she she likes to implement um concepts of music or like elements of music that she listened to and grew up with yeah which is why a lot of people are saying like oh uh it's i think it's good for you that like oh it sounds like paramore yeah yeah um and yes she is kind of a bit actually um <laughs> and talking about people that are like saying that like oh she isn't like all that she's just overrated right um i recently i went to the sad summer festival i think it was like not recently not recently it was literally like two weeks ago more than two weeks ago it was on the sixth so it was like yeah more than two weeks ago right um and between sets, um, they played um, Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo because I guess the playlist was like pop punk and stuff like that, right? And like she is that genre. Um, 
So I love that. <laughs> and, yeah, and then people were singing along to it, and then I guess they they cut it off because like, ugh, Olivia, let's skip this song. But then people yeah. were shouting the lyrics, and they put it back on. Um, and then um, one of my friends' friend, this one of my friends' friends' um, little sister was there too, right? My mm-hmm. friend's friend and her little sister were there. And we kind of met up and got food after. And she was like, oh, you guys really like Olivia Rodrigo? Like, her lyrics are so angsty, like a teenager. And I'm like, okay, let us be. Like, we're 20 yeah. and we're still relating to, like, these lyrics. Let us be. But, yeah. No, literally. I mean, I was even thinking because I was listening to Katy Perry's Teenage Dream yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, you know... You don't have to be like a teenager. Also, she doesn't talk about being a teenager. She talks about feeling like a teenager. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but Olivia actually does talk about being a teenager. So it's like, to me, um, but no, yeah. Going back to like Sour, Taylor Swift heavily um, also influenced her. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, to me, as soon as she released Deja Vu, I was like, it's over for me. Like, this is a really good album. Yeah. Because I think that one of my favorite tracks from it is Deja Vu. Yeah. But also, shout out to all the other ones. Those those are really good. Um, mm-hmm. w- um, one Step Forward, Three Steps Back. Um, Jealousy, Jealousy. Mm-hmm. A Traitor. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Hope you're good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, that is a good album. Let's see, what else? I think we're going to wrap up, but if you want to put up a little bit more music that you want to put out there, Go ahead. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Charlie XCX. Okay. <laughs> um, but I I don't know. I don't have a lot. I think I really Charlie XCX. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really do appreciate her. Mm-hmm. Um, how I'm feeling now is a great album. Um, Vroom Vroom is also a great EP. Um, Sophie, oh, also, of course. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I also have a playlist that's just like. Um, basically how I organize my playlist is I have a playlist for like um, major eras in my life right so mm-hmm. um, I, I call them volumes right so volume one is like what I grew up with early 2000s uh, think of Beyonce Rihanna uh, uh, and stuff like Destiny's Child right right yeah and then volume two is kind of like what I listened to middle school high school yeah. Volume three is what I'm listening to now. Uh, everything I mentioned. And then there's the prequel. So the prequel is music that was before my time, but still makes me feel very gay. Right. Yeah. So, of course, Whitney Houston, Cindy Lauper, Bonnie Tyler, Madonna, Queen. Okay. Shaka Khan, ABBA, for sure. Um, ooh, who else? Kylie Minogue. Mm -hmm. Um, who else Prince I've been listening to his first album I've been listening to that shit on repeat Um, it's such a good album Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. always (laughs) good to appreciate like music before your time yeah and I think um, right so what's yeah? <laughs> oh, you, I thought you were gonna speak more. Sorry. <laughs> no. Um. All right. So, before we end, 
I just want to have a little section of music or I guess artists that are up and coming and we want to give a little shout out to you. So I don't know if you want to go first or I can go first. Um, Ooh, up and coming artists. I don't know. Um, let me. Oh, you go first. Let me just. All right. Yeah. So first and foremost, although she um, collabed with Cardi B, Normani, her second song, Blondside. Thank you mm-hmm. for releasing that. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like, I guess kind of that like lo-fi spectrum. <laughs> um, the Marias, thank you um, mm-hmm. for putting music out there. Men I Trust, thank you for putting music out there. Boy Pablo. Um, let me see who else. I think of like coming, oh, up and coming artists, like actually like up and coming artists, like fewer than a hundred followers. Juliet Sunflower, thank you so much for putting music out there. Um, she also coordinates with Andrew Goldring, which is another amazing artist. Um, I don't know if, I feel like Girl in Red has been coming mm-hmm. for a while now, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to give her a complete shout out, but her new album is really good. Mm-hmm. Um let's see who else needs a really like a good shout out let's give a shout out to ariana grande <laughs> Woo, ariana. um mm, let me see um ash nico yeah oh my gosh thank you ash nico uh brie runway uh love her um rico nasty for sure although mm, they are up and coming rena sayoema needs more uh, more hype mm-hmm. um, ooh, who else who else am i thinking of mm. i mean you mentioned earlier but like pink panthers yeah pink panthers um, um level one also yeah japanese breakfast for me mm-hmm. temperax i mean i have tickets for them as well yeah. um mm-hmm. but yeah ooh, who else i think of who else should i give one to conan gray i mean <laughs> Is he like up and coming? Uh, I don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> Black Party. I listen to Bloom, as, and I, I need to listen to more about them. Um, Boa, right? Like th- their song Duvet. Really, mm-hmm. nice. I love the like um. Uh, what is it? The, the table guitar? I, I don't know. That's what it's called. Um, mm, what other artists? Honestly, really underground artist Claude Debussy. He's amazing. No, but honestly, Tchaikovsky, underrated. Yeah. Well, if you don't have anything else, I think we're gonna end. Mm -hmm. All right. So, do you want to plug anything? Do you want the followers to plug? Okay. Sure. If this ever blows up, but um, (laughs) no, I'm not. I'm not being shady. Um, No, I mean I know it's probably not. Um. Okay, um, <laughs> hold on. So you guys can find me um, on Instagram um, at underscore Petty Ben, P-E-T-T-Y-B-E-N underscore before, right? Um, and um, what else? I think I just want to plug that. Um, okay. My Instagram. Um, yeah. Because my Twitter is kind so... of a mess, but... Ugh. Ooh. Not the graphic Twitter. Anyways. <gasps> no. Anyways. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Y'all are amazing. Y'all five of you that listen to the podcast. And yeah. See you guys next week. Mm-hmm. It was nice talking to you. <laughs>